0: Hi again and thanks for joining us on the Landscaping Out on a Limb podcast. This month again we have uh, Phil Procash with us. Phil is one of our outdoor living experts and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about fall. We're into October now and there's a lot going on in landscaping in the fall and outdoor living. good time to start thinking about what you should do to, to uh, clean up your landscape in the fall and put it to bed, as we say.
1: Absolutely. Um, you know, the, this time of year, leaves are falling, plants are kind of ending their peak, uh, uh, so it's really uh, the ideal time to start getting things cut back, picked up. Uh, uh, this year in particular, with uh, how wet things were, we've seen a lot of different fungal diseases that have popped up. And one of the best controls for that is making sure everything's cleaned up yep. and disposed of properly.
0: Yep, get all the old stuff out of there. If you're cutting back shrubs or, or perennials, make sure you're taking out the foliage and getting that out of there so it doesn't start to rot and create other problems.
1: Exactly, exactly. So uh, right now really is the ideal time for that. Uh, uh, getting your leaves cleaned up and also certain plants, uh, now is the best time to prune. Uh, you know, Certainly every plant has its own ideal time, um now now is probably the most common for most varieties
0: yeah tom jensen and i argue about this occasionally (laughs) uh there's a number of plants like spirea and potentilla and a number of other ones that uh, it's it's best to just give them a good haircut take them down to maybe six inches tall uh, either in the fall or in the spring tom and i argue about uh, (laughs) one of the things that we argue about is that what i recommend is on a, especially on older plants, older spirea especially, uh, to stomp on it after you cut it. The spirea crunch? Spirea stomp, <laughs> that's what I call it, yeah. yeah. Uh, to get all that old dead wood out of there, and it helps to get all the, the old foliage and, and all the ugly old things out of there, uh, makes for a much healthier plant and much better flowering in the, in the spring.
1: Yeah, I think one misconception is that people need to be very careful when pruning certain varieties. A lot of varieties actually benefit from being aggressive. Uh, you get a lot fresher newer growth uh, and younger looking plants uh, because of that aggressive pruning Uh, so you said the spirea stomp uh, you get all that dead woody uh, growth out of there and really brings it back to life the next year
0: yep all that is talking about what's you know we're moving a little too close to winter when we start talking about (laughs) this stuff and there's still a lot of outdoor living to do uh, in october and even in november especially if you've got uh, some Some things in the landscape, some aspects of the landscape that'll get you outdoors. Things like uh, fire pits, fire tables, uh, uh, hot tubs. Three seasons rooms. Three season rooms. A lot of ways to still be out in the landscape uh, when the weather's getting a little cooler.
1: Yeah, we, you know, obviously we're in Wisconsin here, so you get a couple months of that real nice, hot, warm, sunny weather. Uh, The rest of our time is spent... uh, you know in those cooler nights uh we still get warmer days but uh those cooler nights so having things like fire uh either fire tables or fire pits in your yard uh really create a nice atmosphere uh, another great thing that you mentioned was hot tubs uh, great way to bring the family together uh yeah I, I hear people joke about you can't bring a cell phone in a hot tub certainly you can but you'll probably lose it at some yeah, point <laughs> yeah you'd drop uh, the first day yeah but it, you know if you think about it you go out there as a family to go relax and hang out uh for the most part, people put their phones away and you can actually have a conversation while right. you're out there, yep. uh, which is a, a nice uh, and unforeseen element, I think. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, a,
0: it's a good way to get, to relax and you know not be on a device or in front of the television, still be outdoors, getting some fresh air. Uh, it's a great thing. And, and same thing with, uh, with fire tables, fire pits. And we should probably give a, a, an overview. Uh, fire tables uh, are mostly... Structure a table uh, with a a, uh, fire element in the middle of it. Usually run by propane, but can be by uh, natural gas.
1: Yeah, yeah. The the fire tables there's usually a little more flexibility there. Uh, Normally they're not uh, hard lined in. Normally they have a tank underneath, so you can there's a little more flexibility as far as uh, they're portable. You can move them around, uh, rearrange your patio, kind of like you rearrange your living room.
0: Yeah, it's a good DIY uh, way to add some fire to your to your landscape too. It's basically just Uh, purchase it, take it home, or we'll set it up for you, and it's there and ready to go. Uh, But we can build things in, too. Like what we call fire pits uh, Mm -hmm. might be something that's more uh, structurally in place, part of the the patio or part of the landscape.
1: Yeah, typically uh, with fire pits, uh, we do build it right into the patio, so it's more of a fixed element. Uh, A lot of times we'll see that with wood burning. We can do gas burning still, uh, but it's really hard to beat the— aroma of a wood fire right Uh, and typically when we have that it's nice to have that fixed piece Uh, that way we're controlling all the ash and things like that Uh, the portable fire pits uh, function okay but it's not quite the same as
0: right it's just a little little different different feel that kind of depends on your on your space too and what you need and what can you can do in your landscape
1: yeah absolutely and another thing we got to look at is setbacks from municipalities things like that uh, come into play when we're looking at a fixed yeah, it's going to be a,
0: depending on where you are. It's going to be a certain number of feet from the from your structure, from your house or garage.
1: Yeah, yeah. And some municipalities don't have; a, they have a suggested setback, but not required. In mm-hmm. some places, it needs to be seventy five feet. Wow! Uh, so it's really. I know
0: it's that far. That's why. I'm
1: yeah, there's there's very few, but there most are ten ten to twenty feet. It mm-hmm. Covers a majority of your of your areas. Yeah. But
0: yeah. yeah, and you you put in uh, one of the landscapes. I think it was this year, um, maybe it was last year. To put in a really unique uh, fire and water. Uh,
1: oh yeah. Piece. Yeah, we had. Uh, so we we wanted a unique feature of some sort. The wow and, factor. Yeah, we Call wanted. The, to, yes, you know. we wanted the wow factor. Uh, I think we really nailed it on the head with this one. Uh, it, we ended up taking a couple pieces of natural stone and polishing. Uh, the tops and bottoms of each so they could stack, and then we plumbed a gas line through it and a water line. So it actually is a water fountain that has a submersible gas burner yep. uh, that shoots flames out the top. Doesn't shoot, has a flame. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shooting flames. We, yeah. So it you no actually,
0: fireworks, but it's it's very very nice ambiance.
1: Yes. Yeah. So you actually have the, you have the nice water sound and you have the the fire presence that you can sit around uh, just like a fire pit. Uh, essentially,
0: yeah, it's as, as as unique as anything I've seen in yeah. quite a while. It's uh, it's it's hard to top that one. Yeah, it turned out awesome. And the really nice uh polished granite, this yes. gorgeous, gorgeous stone too.
1: Yep, yeah, and it, there's a lot of flexibility there too. Uh, this one in particular, we wanted to treat it more like a fire pit, so we did two stacks. Uh, so that way, you're sitting across from each other, you can still see each other and have a conversation like a regular fire pit. If you're looking for more of a feature, we can stack three or four of them high uh, to really get. A, a huge impact
0: right it's a very nice piece mm-hmm. uh, so yeah fire is definitely uh, something that we, we can still be enjoying uh through this part of the this part of the year mm-hmm. even even into december depending on how our december goes it is wisconsin after it, all
1: it depends on how mother nature is to us yeah <laughs> uh,
0: and the hot tubs uh we've uh, carry a number of types of hot tubs or spas that uh have a differing uses Uh, we have some things that are just good for getting out there and splashing around having a good time and then there's some things that are a little bit therapeutic as well
1: yeah yeah we have a couple different lines that we carry one is designed more for uh, you're looking to pack a lot of people in it more of a a party spa so to speak Uh, you have three four kids Uh, you're looking to pack you know seven eight people in there every time you want more of the bench uh, seating versus the loungers Mm -hmm. Um, whereas the other line uh, focuses more on the lounging part of it uh more of the therapeutic jets uh they all have jets and different types but the the other line is more for the actual massage and things like that Uh, it's great especially even if you have kids that are in sports uh, especially in fall you have football soccer things like that uh it's great for the kids on a after either a long tournament long night of practice uh, they can go in those hot tubs and relax and it really helps uh, their bodies recover or
0: if you're just old landscape sales Uh, Managers like me and want to pretty awesome for that too. Yeah, it's pretty nice to get up there and and, uh, uh, relax the old bones every once in a while.
1: Just make sure we have some steps for you to get in there. I need those.
0: (laughs) Thanks. Uh, Another uh, aspect that we uh, have come into in the last number of years: um, uh, three season rooms. Uh, We've started installing three season rooms, and that's a great way to transition uh, both from a fall standpoint and a Mm -hmm. spring standpoint, kind of extend your season outdoors without, uh, you know, freezing your tail.
1: Yeah, both, either three seasons rooms or screen rooms. Mm -hmm. Uh, A big issue that uh, people bring to us is mosquitoes, bugs, flies, wasps. Um, Either a three seasons room or screen room is great for obviously controlling that. Uh, The three seasons room also offers a little flexibility in, uh, extending our season you know it gets a little bit cooler at night you can certainly make your way in uh, to extend your night and in your season a bit
0: um, yep helps keep the uh, the fall chill away a little bit and also mm-hmm. keeps the mosquitoes away but also in the spring if you're on the lake keeps those lake flies at bay <laughs> at least absolutely. for a little while absolutely uh, so it's good to have good good transition point like I said mm-hmm. uh, uh, another thing we should touch on is we're getting into that time of year when um, if someone comes to us with a landscape project, um, we may or may not be able to get this thing in before winter, um, which is, they may not, our, our client may not realize it, but they're, that's probably in a good position for them for next spring. I mean, now is the time yeah. to plan.
1: Yeah, that's always a great question that people bring to us is, when do I start? When hmm. do I start this process? And you know, in a perfect world, you call me today, I'm there tomorrow. Uh, in a realistic world, uh, it takes, it could potentially take months of planning to get your project right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way our process works is we come out there, take a look at your yard. Um, now is a perfect time for us to do that. Uh, with all the, uh, th- with the season coming to a close, we have the time to get out there, take pictures, take measurements, get plans drawn up, design work done through the winter, and then that way we can get things scheduled and, uh, situated for a, a spring install. Right. If we're waiting till say March or April, even February, uh, normally we have carryover from the year prior, uh, other projects that have been in the works, the weather, in, in the weather. Um, mother nature plays with our schedule tremendously. Yeah. Uh, so having things coordinated and planned out now, uh, even before the first of the year is fantastic at least getting those conversations started yeah we're uh,
0: always always happy when we can buy a few uh, days or weeks uh, in april because we can get projects done these last few few years april has not been kind to us at all we've not been able to start until
1: yeah may. I, mean, I mean yeah may almost june for a lot of uh, you know quote unquote spring projects right. uh, june is a more realistic time frame uh, with the way the last couple seasons have gone.
0: Especially if we're looking at anything that is going to need uh, uh, lawn work done, uh, dirt work as we call it, uh, yes. to getting it graded, seeded. Uh, that's really not going to happen until June.
1: Yeah, a, a couple days of nice weather in spring doesn't do a whole lot for us when we're looking at dirt work. Right. What we really need is for conditions to dry out so that we can get equipment into, into a yard. Uh, that top couple inches that dries out in a couple days of good weather isn't enough. We need that dryness to penetrate deeper yep. uh, so that we can support the equipment. Yep. We
0: need an extended not, number of sunny days.
1: Yeah, not make a mess. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, it can, can make do more harm than good. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, any other thoughts on fall? Anything that you uh, have in your head that we might be uh, uh, offering to folks?
1: Um, I think one of the biggest things is, like we just touched on is planning for next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we really, uh, I can't stress enough that getting those conversations going now really helps plan things for spring. It it allows us to, uh, drop plans and sit down, look at them and really think things through and not try to rush them, uh, to push ahead on the schedule. Mm. Uh, now is really ideal for that. Um, probably one of the biggest.
0: Yep. And for me, it's, uh, October, still pretty nice out. Uh, Most days are going to be really nice. So get out there, do some outdoor living, uh, get outside yeah. and, and, uh, do what you, uh, what you want to do and do what you can do and, and maybe add some elements to your landscape that, that allow you to do that, uh, yeah. touching back on, uh, on the fire products and, uh, hot tubs and things like that. it's mm-hmm. still, there's still some nice weather to be had in October, even into November. Yeah. And, right. then, uh, Wisconsin winters will punch us in the
2: mouth.
1: Right. Right. And with the hot tubs, you know, a lot of times those are used all the way through the winter. Uh, so, getting one put in late October, early November is really a great time. A lot of people will shut them down in the summertime. It's just too warm. You don't want a 90 degree day jump in your 100 degree hot tub. Yeah. Uh, so, people will think about putting them in in fall. Right. Because uh, yep. that, I mean, through the winter is typically when you get your, your optimal use.
0: Okay. Thanks for coming again, Phil. Yeah, thanks and for me. And thanks there. for tuning in.
2: My name is Tom Jensen with me today is Phil Procash and we are at the Vandahai company, of course. We want to talk to you this month about uh, an accessory to your yard that you may not have thought of. We're talking about fire, uh, different ways that you can add fire to your landscape, different ways that you can enjoy fire in your landscape. Phil, let's start with a question for you. Um, what does fire do? Why is it a draw to so many people?
1: Uh, fire is one of those elements that thinking back in time, back to, um, kind of primitive ages, uh, fire is the one element that people's tend to congregate to. Uh, you, you think of, uh, the weekend up North, we just said the, um, this past weekend, uh, you go up North, everyone, uh, s- tends to congregate around the fire. Uh, it mm. brings, it's that one element that brings everybody together, kind of sets the atmosphere um, depending on the element that you're using, whether it's a fireplace, fire pit, fire table, uh, it's just something that, for some reason, people are drawn to it and adds a lot of excitement to your yard.
2: Now, you mentioned a couple of different ways of doing fire. I mean, I tend to think of campfire. That's what mm-hmm. comes to my mind first. But you mentioned things like a fire pit, a fire table, a fireplace. Um, what's the difference?
1: The It really comes down to, um, a few things to consider. One is your municipal codes. Uh, each municipality is different as far as what setbacks are required and what's allowed. Um, the next part is how you foresee yourself using it. Uh, it's really hard to beat the atmosphere that a true wood fire brings to the table. Uh, you know, you have the smell of the smoke. You have the the heat radiating off. You really can control the size of the <clears throat> the size of the fire and the um, Uh, in that sense. Um, But there are a few things that come with that as far as uh, you need to have wood. Uh, It tends to be a bit messy. It is helpful Uh, to have something to burn. It it, it does, it does. Um, And especially in a residential setting, not everyone has access to that. Uh, So in that case, uh, it's nice to look at options of either a fire table or uh, we can do fireplaces or fire pits that have the gas line direct fed to it. Uh, in that case, you're able to, just like a gas grill, you turn the knob, set your um, flame, press a button to ignite it, and away you go. Uh, there's no smoke involved, or at least very minimal in comparison to a, a fire, uh, wood fire. Um, and uh, you can regulate it much more easily. Uh, you know, if you have little kids around, things like that, it is nice to have that little safety feature of you turn it off and it's done, it's gone. Um, versus the hot coals of a wood fire.
2: So, fireplace I think everybody gets. We're sitting in one right now. Yeah. But when you mention a fire table, yeah. this is actually something you sit around like a, a table we have in our kitchens yeah, and there, enjoy?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of different options there. Uh, we can do, we have already assembled fire tables at our retail center uh, or we can also do custom-built uh, where it's built right into a bar area. Uh, You can get them at coffee table height uh, all the way up to bar height and what's really neat about those is you can have a table that has the insert inside of it with the glass on top. It acts as a regular table while you're uh, eating, entertaining guests, things like that. Uh, And then, you know, as the sun sets, clear the table, you take that shield off the top and you have your instant fire table. So you're not needing two separate entertaining spaces which in a backyard, that extra space is very valuable at times.
2: And again, now that would not be with wood. That could either be gas coming off your home or it could be propane, you yes. know, that's stored it on site?
1: Yeah, you can do it either um, natural gas or LP, uh, and you can have the tanks underneath or have it uh, direct fed uh, from your house.
2: Okay, and how does that then differ from a fire pit? Is that more the in-ground fire we're thinking about when you sit down with your friends? Yeah,
1: a fire pit is probably your most classic uh, image that people think of when they're uh, imagining fire in their backyard. Uh, Fire pits are great uh, as far as fitting a large number of people around them. It's probably your most user-friendly in that regard. Uh, but they do take quite a bit of space.
2: Um, now, you've sold a lot of them into your clients here. Uh, what's the most popular?
1: Ooh, that's a great question. I would say it's still probably the classic fire pit is probably mm-hmm. the most popular yet, but the uh, I would say the next runner-up would be fire tables. They've really been catching on a lot, uh, and the what's really nice about those fire tables is the versatility of them. If they're not built in, you can have a portable one that you can pick up and move off to the side as well. Well, excellent!